1: it's Monday, it's July 29th, it's 2019, and we have seven baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Riding solo today, uh, small slate, so figured I'd break it down for you guys, and um, we get started by talking about our sponsor. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you head on over to fantasydraft.com, sign up to the rotor grinders links. That way you get three months of Roto-Grinders Premium for Fantasy Draft, plus you'll get access to any cool promos that we run with them. So if you haven't checked them out, go over to Roto-Grinders, click Reviews on the left side, and um, check them out uh, by signing up to the links. That way you get the premium for Fantasy Draft. Hope everyone had an awesome weekend. A lot of stuff going on in baseball right now, trade deadline. uh, So make sure you're checking lineups and all that good stuff uh, before – Lineup lock. Let's get into it. Um, Atlanta at Washington. Dallas Keuchel against Patrick Corbin. Nine and a half total here. Corbin is a one fifty six favorite. Starting with the Dallas Keuchel side of this game. Washington, not a team that typically strikes out a lot against left handed pitching. They have a combined strikeout rate of eighteen point four percent on the season. They have you know five guys in this lineup ISOs over two hundred. They have six guys with Wobas over 350 against lefties. So it's a tougher matchup for Keichel. Pitched really well um, in his last start. You know, we talked about him not having a ton of upside against Kansas City last time out, but went out and absolutely dominated him for a 12-strikeout game. It was the lowest velocity that Keiko has had this whole season. So um, was just locating his pitches well, generating um, ground balls and generating strikeouts, really. So don't know if that necessarily is going to happen here. With the price increase on Keichel to 8800 I think this is a tough spot for him with his limited strikeout um, plus a team that just doesn't strike out that much. So probably going to stay away from Dallas Keuchel um, in this spot. Patrick Corbin on the other side of this game. Atlanta is a team that's very good against left-handed pitching. They do strike out against lefties a lot. Riley's at 33%. Flowers at 34%. Donaldson's at 29%. Freeman's at 27%. And if Camargo's back in there, he's at 27%. So there are a lot of strikeouts here, but this is a team that, you know, with Swanson on the IL, Acuna banged up, you know, would it be interesting to see what this looks like um, as far as the lineup goes. Um, Markekis as well. That means Adam Duvall usually um, probably start here against the lefty. So not the best matchup in the world for Keiko or Corbin, sorry. Um, but there are some strikeouts here. If you want to play them in tournaments, I don't hate it. Atlanta's just a team that I saw that they went up, like went off over the weekend and um, knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. Played them a lot last week, and they were hitting the ball hard. It's just it was just one of those things that was eventually going to happen. As far as the Atlanta bats here, you know we do have four, five guys in this lineup ISOs over two hundred against left hand pitching. Adam Duvall is thirty six hundred. Riley's 3,700. Albie's is 3,800. If you're looking for a cheaper stack on the slate, it's definitely the Braves. Uh, Camargo 2,600. You know the strikeouts obviously can happen, um, but if they get to Corbin here, it's not a bad spot. You know, especially with all these guys having really high hard hit rates and Corbin having a 37% against righties. So definitely don't mind uh, a cheaper Atlanta stack and some of these Atlanta bats that are just cheaper in general. As far as the Washington bats go, you know, Keikel's a guy that's not going to generate a ton of strikeouts, but he's going to get a lot of ground balls. So I like Anthony Rendon here. He's a guy that hits the ball up in the air a bunch. Uh, Dozier's another guy that gets the ball up in the air a lot. So definitely don't mind those guys. I think Trey Turner's fine. Um, Keiko is pretty good at holding on runners, so maybe limits his upside a little bit here. So, Don't mind looking at a couple of these bats, you know, Dozier, Rendon, um, Kendrick, the guys that I'd probably be looking at here. Jan Gomes, um, if he's still cheap, let's see. He is. Yeah, Jan Gomes is 2,900. He's perfectly fine here. Um, He's a guy that has really solid numbers against left-handed pitching this season. So uh, can certainly get behind playing um, some Jan Gomes. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Jordan Lyles um against Sonny Gray. we got a nine and a half total in this one. Uh Sonny Gray is a 188 favorite here. Jordan Lyles was terrible his last time out um, against St. Louis, allowed five earned runs, three home runs um after pitching well against Philly. But really, we look at the three three of the last four games here for Lyles. He's allowed at least five earned runs in each of those in three of those four games. So Probably a spot that I'll stay away from Lyles. Um, they do have enough left-handed power in this lineup. And Lyles has been struggling a little bit right with righties recently too. So uh, probably going to stay away from Jordan Lyles in this spot. It is a ballpark upgrade um, for these Pittsburgh bats. Sonny Gray is a guy that I don't typically like to play, but I do like the price tag at 9,400 if you're kind of building that you know, mid-tier type pitching lineup with maybe like a Sonny Gray and a Merrill Kelly or something along those lines. Um, I don't hate Sonny Gray here. You know, he's a guy that can go out and pitch well here. Um, He's pitched against this team three times already this season. He's averaging 15.5 fantasy points in those three starts. Uh, He's been a little bit better on the road, which makes perfect sense um, as far as looking at, you know, this ballpark. The one thing that I always am concerned about when facing Pittsburgh, there's not a team that strikes out a lot. so. I think that limits his upside a little bit, but we know he has upside and we know we don't have a ton of pitchers in this price range today that we like unless we're paying up. So certainly don't mind taking a shot on him. As far as the bats go, I don't want to go too crazy here, but I do like Josh Bell. Uh, Josh Bell is a guy that has massive upside, any slates. Um, You know, Sonny Gray is a guy that can give up hard contact, the lefties. So I definitely like Josh Bell here. Uh, like I said, it's a it's a ballpark upgrade for him. So don't mind him. I don't mind Frazier. I'm not in love with it. Um, if Dickerson is back. Um, and watch the Bell news. Watch this wrist injury. Maybe it might be a spot where we can kind of stay away from him and play Sonny Gray more if Bell is out of the lineup and Dickerson's out of the lineup. As far as the Reds bats go here, I like the Reds bats. Uh, Lyles is a guy that, you know, when we're looking at stacking, he's a guy that we can stack against and get some upside. We, we're we going to like course today, and that's one of the reasons that I kind of like the cheaper Atlanta bats. So, you know, I don't mind looking at some of these cheaper Reds bats. Um, you know, Suarez is expensive. Senzel is kind of expensive, but Puig is 4400 Um Winker is 4100 Vado's 4 K. Um Scooter Jeanette, who is. You know, he's finally starting to hit the ball a little bit better. Still hasn't hit a home run, but has, um, you know, hits now in four of the last five games. So, Scooter is $3,400. If you're looking for a cheap second baseman, maybe with a core stack, Um, I don't hate that. So, don't mind getting some exposure here to Cincinnati um, if I'm looking to, you know, stack up cores and looking for some cheaper bats because we're definitely going to stack cores today. Arizona at Miami, seven and a half total. Merrill Kelly against Caleb Smith is a pick'em game. game. Uh, Merrill Kelly, not good. I, I talk about it all the time. He's just not a very good pitcher. Um, talked about it last time out against Baltimore. Got rocked. You know, finally finally got rocked. Um, I don't mind Merrill Kelly here. I don't love the price tag at 8,200. I wish he was a little bit cheaper here. Um, but he is facing Miami in Miami. It's ballpark upgrade for him. This is a team that... Just hits the ball a ton on the ground against right-handed pitching, so I'm not too worried about his hard-hit contact or hard-hit rate that he you know allows um, to righties. But he does have a 21 and percent strikeout rate against righties, so there's a little bit of upside here from Mer- Merrill Kelly uh, just because of who he's facing. Caleb Smith on the other side of this game. Arizona's not the worst team in baseball against left-handed pitching, but Smith, the guy that, you know, has a really high swinging strike rate at 14%. The strikeout rate's around 31% this season. Um, they could potentially have some lefties in here. Ballpark downgrade for these bats, so. I like playing Smith more at home. I don't hate this spot for him. I know he has the upside. Uh, As far as the Arizona bats go, um, Marte Escobar, very good numbers against lefties this season. A lot of power, you know, on-base percentage is really high. Um, You know, hard hit rate is high. So don't mind those guys. Um, Flores is always a cheaper option. Nick Ahmed, um, if he's cheap, you know, he's another guy you can look at at shortstop, 3,500. We're gonna be looking for some cheap bats here. You know, Adam Jones, 3700 If you want to play some of these guys, I don't hate these guys. Um, so um I don't know if I'd play Yasmani Tomas, but he's back with Arizona. I don't know if you guys saw that over the weekend or not, but um he got his contract got purchased. Uh so he might be in the lineup here. Maybe Peralta gets a day off against the Lefty. As far as the Miami bats go, you know, honestly. These guys are really, really cheap. You know, Cooper's 4K. He's the highest-priced Miami bat. If you're looking to finish off a stack, I don't hate maybe getting a, a one or two of these guys. Um, you know, if you're looking to stack cores or something along those lines, I don't love it. Um, but, again, I keep saying if you're going to stack cores because it's going to be important today. The, that game has a, you know, 12-and-a-half total. And the wind is blowing out in Coors. There There's just a lot of, you know, excellent – it's an excellent hitting condition game in Coors uh, with Dodgers visiting, you know, Colorado. So um, it's definitely a game that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. And, you know, it's going to be one of those ones. Even on a seven-game slate, we're going to stack it up. Um, Thomas Panone against Brad Keller. Toronto against Kansas City. Nine and a half total. Keller's a slight favorite here um T- T- Thomas Panone in this spot you know i like left-handed pitchers against this team he's 5500 he's not been great i don't think he's had but one double digit game this entire season um you know he struggles with command a little bit i don't hate him at 5500 just because i don't like anything down in this range um you know when we're looking down here i don't like Zimmerman i don't like Lyles I don't like the Baltimore situation with, you know, these guys not pitching too deep. Um, don't like either pitcher in cores, you know, you know, we, we'll, I'm going to talk about Jaime Barria, but it's really like Barria all the way down to Panone. So um, it's a tough ask in the cheaper value guys today, but um, he's a lefty. He's facing this team. They're not very good against left-handed pitching. They do have um, some of these guys up here that, you know, can hit lefties, but, it's not the worst play in the world, in my opinion. It could easily go wrong. Um, Brad Keller on the other side of this game—he's not the worst option either. He's a massive ground ball guy. The only problem with you know Keller in this spot, you know, being a massive ground ball guy, he's facing a team that has a really high fly ball rate—one of the highest fly ball rates in baseball this season. So. I think that's the biggest downside for Keller. But he's been pitching. His recent form has been really, really good. Um, He's been limiting the walks. His command has looked a lot better uh, since the All-Star break. You know, he's had some, you know, decent opponents. And he just pitched really well against Atlanta last time out. So, I wish he was a little cheaper. If Keller was a little cheaper, I'd be talking about him a little bit more. Um, I just don't think he makes the cut for me on this slate. Uh, as far as the Toronto Bats go, like I like the guys that have high fly ball rates. You know, Biggio's a guy, Smoke's a guy, Gritchik. The guys that have the high fly ball rates here against Keller are the guys that I'd be targeting. As far as the Kansas City Bats go, just because I said Panone is a guy that I will play in this price range as just like a punt pitcher, I don't mind getting some exposure to the Kansas City Bats. I think Whit Merrifield's a fantastic option here. He's probably going to be your highest uh, price uh, hitter on Kansas City as well at $4,900. Dozier's in play at 4500 Um, You know, Soler is a guy that has some home run upside. So I'd be looking at the power righties in this spot. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, on the Toronto side, uh, Bo Bichette is supposed to get called up. Um, so it would be interesting to see where he hits, um, doesn't have a ton of power, his power is decent, but he's going to get make his debut, um, I totally forgot about that, because of the Eric Sogard trade, so Bo Bichette will be up, and he's 3,700 on DraftKings, and I don't even know if he's in the player pool on FanDuel, I don't see him. So it would be nice to maybe have him at um, 2K, but I, he's not in the player pool over there on Fandle. So. All right, let's talk Coors Field. You know, I kind of hinted at this one already. Uh, this is a game that has a really high implied total, highest implied total on the slate. It's going to have some runs. It's Kenton Maeda, it's John Gray, it's 12.5 total. is a slight favorite here. Honestly, I'm not playing either one of these pitchers. Um, wind blowing out in Coors, 12.5 total. Both these teams have the two highest implied – or two of the three highest implied totals on the slate. Um, The Angels have a really high implied total. So, yeah, this is just one of those spots that I just don't love. Um, Either one of these pitchers. Ken Zameda, better against righties, really struggling with lefties. Um, You know, throws a lot of breaking ball stuff, so not a great ballpark um, for him here. And then John Gray – I don't ever hate John Gray when he's on the road, but he's been terrible this season against lefties. 44% hard hit rate against lefties, only a 12% soft contact, which makes it a 32% hard to soft contact ratio. That's what you want the hard contact rate to start being. And the fact that his hard to soft contact ratio is that high just screams stay away from in this ballpark and in this matchup. So definitely going to be staying away from John Gray here. Dodgers are the top stack on the slate. Um, This is a great spot for all these guys. They're just really, really expensive. It's just getting exposure to the guys that you can. How many guys can you fit in? All these guys are in play. Um, Verdugo is a guy that I would definitely have in cash games at 4,500 here against Gray. He's just one of the cheaper options um, if he gets to start. You know, Pollock's in there. I don't mind Pollock at 4,400. You know, if I had to prioritize the top guys, it would be Bellinger, Muncie over Peterson, Turner. Um, Verdugo is a guy that I think you can play instead of Peterson and save some money. But, you know, Peterson's a guy that has a 300 ISO against right-handed pitching this season. So he has a ton of upside. So all these guys in play for me, I'm um, not really going to talk myself off of not playing any of these guys. It's just how many of these guys can I potentially fit in here? As far as the Rockies go, I like the lefties more. Um, Murphy, Dahl, Blackman. I don't know if Alonzo will get a start, how that's gonna work, if you know, are they gonna play Murphy at second? I don't know. Uh, but I highly doubt it. So it'd probably be either Murphy or Alonzo. If it is Yonder Alonzo here instead of Murphy. Really like Alonzo at thirty nine hundred if he gets a start. Highly doubt he will get the start, but um, would love that. He's gonna be one of those guys that we hope just kind of stays a little cheaper, and we get spot starts with him in cores. Um, like I said, Dahl, Blackman, Murphy. Um, I don't ever hate playing Storyo Arenado. You know, I will say Kenton made against righties. His hard to soft contact ratio against righties this season is negative three point six percent. So he's generating more soft contact than he's giving up hard contact. So. It's tougher to play the righties here, especially if they're escalated price tags. Um, Arenado not as bad at 5K, you know, as far as cores pricing goes. But uh, I think that's it from this one. Again, just, you know, load up on the bats in this one, especially in cash games. Um, Detroit at LA, 10.5 total. Jordan Zimmerman against Jaime Barria. Barria Barria, um, is a minus 240 favorite here. Zero interest in Zimmerman. Um, just not pitching well this season. 410 Woba to lefties, 368 Woba to righties, ISO over 200. Strikeout rate's only around 15%. His contact rate's around 79%, just, you know, not missing bats here and giving up a ton of hard contact in the process. So terrible spot um, for Jordan Zimmerman here um, facing the Angels who have the second highest implied total. Behind the Dodgers on this slate, and they're an excellent stack. We're going to talk about them in a minute. Jaime Barria is a guy that um, I'm definitely going to be playing here today. I think he's cash game playable at 7,200. If you're loading up on bats in this game, or in general, um, if you're loading up on the Dodgers or the Rockies or the Angels, you're going to need to save some money. So Jaime Barria has an SP2 today. Um, very much in play for me. You know, he he's never. It's never pretty when you play him, but the one thing that I do like about him is he does have, you know, decent strikeout stuff, um, and this team's a team that just strikes out a ton, 25.6% on the season for this team, so, I I like Baria here, I, I do. Um, as far as Detroit bats go, I really can't get behind playing any of these guys, um, Maybe Dixon, maybe Jones. Those are the guys that have ISOs over 200 against random pitching. We know Barry is the guy that gives up a lot of hard contact, so maybe those two guys, but I don't feel great about it here in this slate. I love the Angels. Um, if you're not stacking cores, I think you're stacking the Angels um, or maybe like the Reds. Uh, those are the stacks that I'm pretty much looking at, those four teams, and then Braves just because they're so cheap. But, yeah, I love the Angels here. Trout, Otani, Upton, Calhoun. Um, all these guys uh, are just guys that I want to have exposure here to. Um, trying to think of anybody else. That I'm looking at pricing really quick. I don't ever look at pricing until I do the podcast for anybody that's new listening. Um, Tice is still 3400 He's interesting here. Um, I'd play him more at third base than I would um, at first base. But, you know, if you're looking at potentially stacking the Dodgers um, and not wanting to pay all that price for uh, Justin Turner, um, Tice is interesting. Matt Tice um, had a really good weekend, hitting the ball well, Um, three home runs in the last uh, three days. So facing Jordan Zimmerman here, if he cracks the lineup, which he should, he's a guy that I like. Um, to save some money. All right, uh, Baltimore at San Diego to round this one out. Um, it sounds like it's going to be Nona after Yakabonus, but he's not really that stretched out. So it'd be interesting to see if we get a pitch count on him. And then Chris Paddock on the other side of this game. There's no total in this one. Um, Paddock's a guy that I really like here. There's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. It's a ballpark downgrade for Baltimore going into San Diego. Um, Paddock being cheaper than Smith and Corbin, um, makes him a little bit more interesting to me for cash games. Um, you know, coming off of a rough start in New York against the Mets, but uh, I think he can bounce back in this one pitch well here. And, um, he's been a lot better at home. So this is a great spot for him to get back on track been dominant against both sides of the plate does give a lot of hard contact but it doesn't worry me too much here you know Cisco is the only one with a hard hit rate over 40 percent against righties this season so not too concerned there there's plenty of strikeouts so leaning right now a paddock barria combo and cash so we'll have to see how that ends up but that's what I like right now uh, as far as the Baltimore Bats go, honestly, I probably won't play any of these guys. If I was going to play anybody, it'd be Mancini. Um, it'd be Cisco, Santander. Those three guys would be the three guys that I'd be looking at here. Um, but, again, don't feel too great about it. Um, as far as the Padres go, I don't know if I'd fully stack the Padres here, but it is going to likely be a majority of this bullpen getting to work here, um, throwing four or five innings. So, if that's the case, I think you can look at Tatis, Machado, Renfro, Reyes, uh, the power bats here. You know, Reyes is really interesting at 4K, really a strikeout or nothing guy. You know, Renfro's at 47, Tatis at 54, but Machado at 46 is very interesting. So don't mind those guys. Uh, Playing the morning grind game before we get out of here. Uh, Looking for a guy under 8K to get six strikeouts. I think everybody knows who my guy is. It's Jaime Barria. Really, really like the spot for him. Um, Over 8K to score under 15. You know what? After his dominant performance last time out, I think Keuchel might struggle a little bit here with a team that doesn't strike out very often. So I'm going to say Dallas Keuchel gets under 15 today. Uh, Over 4K, not in course to hit a home run today. Um, Man, these guys are – I was trying to find one that's like moderately priced that's not in course today to hit a home run. A little tougher than I thought it was going to be. I'm looking. All right. Well, I'm just I'm gonna take the easy way out here. Um, give me Cole Calhoun to home run today. He's a little bit cheaper. Um, under four K to get two hits. Today, there's a couple guys that I like down here. it would be interesting to see if um, Alonzo cracks the lineup, like I said. But there was one guy that I like down here, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, you know what? Give me, give me Tice. Um, to get two hits Matt Tice uh, from the Angels and you know what that's my stack to score six or more runs I don't think it's a hot take by any means I don't think there's too many hot takes for me on this slate I'm going to be pretty straightforward my builds Dodgers Rockies Angels Reds when I need a cheaper two or three man the Braves um, just because they're so cheap today so Kind of what I'm looking at on this slate. Hopefully that helps everyone as always. Um, Appreciate everyone listening. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Hope everyone has an awesome, awesome slate. And uh, we'll see you then.